Good morning. Hi, I am Olivia and thank you so, so much for tuning in. It feels amazing to be back and to be doing this. And thank you so much for your patience for the last, I think, almost two weeks that I haven't been recording. So it's good to be back and I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that life has been kind to you. I hope that you you found joy and happiness in the little things in life. So it feels extremely, extremely good to be back. Um, between load shedding and being sick, the it's sort of messed with the program, but you know everything passes. And for everything, there's a beginning and there's an end. And it is so easy in life to take things for granted. It is so easy to forget how precious things are in life, things that are normal, like being healthy, being happy being content, being at peace, you know, having food to eat, a bed to sleep on, having friends, oh my gosh, you know, friends that you can truly rely on, even having good relationships with family members who matter. Those are things it's so easy to take for granted, but they are so, so precious. And this morning, it made me think, you know, we, we have no guarantees for anything or with anything. There's no guarantees in life. All you have is this moment. Nothing more, nothing less. And what you decide and what you do in this moment it will affect something somewhere down the line. That is the life that we have. That's the responsibility and the reality of life. All we have is this single moment. When my dad passed away in 2014, that day, started out like any other normal day, any day. And I just realized this morning, he didn't wake up that day and say, today I'm going to die. Today's my last day on earth, or this is my last few minutes. He didn't. All he had was that moment. And we were all busy with our own things. I can even remember that we were still planning a holiday to Cape Town. The one moment, planning the holiday to Cape Town, um, getting stuff ready, packing up, making sure the bookings are fine. You know, the, you know the checklist when you're going to travel. That was the most important thing in that moment. And then the next moment, the call came that my dad passed away. And that call changed everything. 
it reminded me how fragile life is moment to moment because the one moment everything can be fine you can be planning a holiday planning how to spend your bonus planning how to spend your birthday planning how planning a party planning anything fun and the next moment you get a phone call or message that changes everything the same thing goes for you can be in the middle of a terrible storm you can feel a sense of hopelessness you can feel as if there's no way out because you have tried everything and nothing is working you can be at the end of your rope and have you might have given up and think that god has forgotten you and one phone call can change everything for you one phone call can bring hope can bring light can bring life can answer your prayer or there can be a knock on the door and the person comes with a message that will change your life for better that is what life is all you have is this moment right here right now the second where you are standing that's all you have nothing more we make so many lofty plans for the future for one day for when i and we forget to see what is in front of our eyes right here right now we forget to appreciate the beauty of now the beauty of this moment because one day will stay one day for as long as you don't start working on it right now then one day will always be one day it will never come but if you decide in this moment right now this second if you decide this is how it's going to be i am going to be happy from this moment onwards i am going to experience joy from this moment onwards i am going to appreciate life from this moment onwards i am going to give thanks for what i have starting right now right here that's a choice it's a conscious decision do you want to be rich wealthy comfortable no stress financial stress make that decision right now to say that i am wealthy from this moment onwards because every time 
every single time that you tell yourself that you are poor, you don't have an education, you don't know the right people, that you're not important enough, that you don't know enough, that you don't have the right connections, that you don't have the right status. Every single time you tell yourself those things, you are putting yourself backwards. You are digging a hole for yourself. <coughs> Sorry. But when you start telling yourself, I have everything that I need to get where I want to be, doors will start opening. If you start saying to yourself, I know enough to start building the dream that's in my heart, then things will start changing. If you start telling yourself that I am enough, my dreams matter. I matter. You don't need permission or approval. Someone to say, you know, well done, it's okay. No, you're good for wanting to do that. You don't need that. All you need is the dream, the desire, the faith, and the action. That's what you need. What is the dream burning in your heart? What is that dream? What is it that you've always, always wanted to do? Do you know or have you forgotten? Do you still remember your dreams? That is the fire that will fuel your soul. You know why you are unhappy? You know why you feel sad and lost? Because you have given up on your dream. And when you give up on your dream, you give up on happiness, you give up on peace, on joy, fulfillment, you are denying your purpose. That is what happens when you give up on your dream. And look, life will always find a way to get in the way of your dream. So that's why you have to fight for it. You have to make time for it. You have to pay attention to it. You can still work and work on your dream. You can still have a job and work on your dream. You can, turn, you can still earn a salary and do something that has nothing to do with your dream. But, but you need to keep focused. You must be intentional about your dream, about your heart. The heart is fragile, yet so powerful and so strong. It can survive so many things, but there comes a time that you have to stop surviving and start living. And what does it mean to live? What does that mean? To truly live is to be at peace, to feel fulfilled, to be content, 
to know that you are loved, precious, appreciated. That you are extraordinary and you are worthy of every single beautiful thing. That is what it means to live. And you know when you when do you find that meaning? It's when you do what you love. Because when you do what you love, it is an extension of the power of love within you. It's an expression of who you truly are. Does it bring joy to you to spend time with children? Then that's your happiness. That's your joy. That's your purpose. Does it bring joy to you to help other people? Then that is who you are. And look, here's the thing about giving help and accepting help. When you give love, when you give help with a pure heart, when you come from a place of love and confidence and the absolute belief that I am doing what is right, you won't expect anything back. Because you helping that person, it's something bigger than you that propelled you to help that person. Even the same person who is helping you and afterwards talking about it. You know, we are all instruments of God. All of us. And all good comes from God. So if someone has helped you or you helped someone else, both were merely instruments of God. You didn't help out of your own because you are a good person and you are kind. And oh, I just love to help people. No. Don't, 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 don't fool yourself like that. You were just an instrument who at that time was in a position for God. You were positioned right for God to use you to remind someone else of his goodness. Whether they appreciate it or not, it's irrelevant. The importance should always be on you to do what is in this moment because this is the beauty of doing what is right i'm not talking about the going to church seven days a week praying at a certain time and reading your bible kind of right a lot of that it's just for show if it does not come from your heart you are just going through the motions because no, every Sunday I have to go to church. Every Sunday I have to read my Bible. Or a certain time of the day I must read my Bible and I must pray. So I'm good with God. That's so far removed from doing right. To do right is to honor God with your life. And how do you honor God with your life? By being happy by being content, by being a blessing. And you know there's something that irritates me like mad. When you ask someone, how are you? No, brother, I'm blessed. That's I'm blessed. 
And when you look at that person, the very same person who's telling you I'm blessed are the most horrible, most awful, most vindictive person, but no, they are blessed. I hate that answer because to me, it's one of the most fake answers ever in the history of mankind. To be truly blessed, someone doesn't have, you don't even have to say it. Someone will see it. They will see it. It's just like someone who's singing their own praises. Oh, I have done so much for so many people. The other day I was reading about this guy who had a long list of everything he has done for people throughout the years. You know what? You don't have to sing your own praises. Your work will speak for themselves. You don't have to remind us of what you have done, who you have helped, how you have been betrayed, how you have been taken advantage of. There's something wrong with you. If you are forever being taken advantage of, then there's something wrong with you because you are the one who's calling those people into your life with a big neon sign and say, I'm here to help you and you can walk all over me and you can take advantage of me. It's okay because then I need and I have another story to tell about how bad people are. You are the weak link, not the next person, you. Because when you are truly blessed, when you are truly blessed, you are awake, you are conscious, you are aware. When you are truly blessed, not only will you see where there's a real need, you will help without the right hand knowing what the left hand is doing. You will get laser vision for people who want to take advantage of you. You will be able to spot the liars, the sponsors, because there are people who are very good with sponging off you, you'll be able to see them. But you know what it means more than anything to be blessed? Is you will know the truth from the lie. Because you will be so in tuned with your heart where God resides that you'll be able to pay attention to his voice. And his voice is so quiet and it's so clear. He says, no, he says, no, there are times that you want to help because, oh, shame, you know, they are struggling so much. Oh, shame. I just want to help them. It's not your job. You're not God. If God says no, the answer is no. You're not there to save people. You're not there to be a crutch for people. You're not they to help someone stay crippled because you keep on interfering in God's work. Because sometimes the more you help people, the more you are crippling them. Because then they know, oh no, it's fine. I don't have to learn anything because I can just go there for help. No, stop wanting to be God. And you know what? You know what? It's not the end when you say no. It's not the end. And you don't have to buy affection. You don't. If people only like you for what they can get from you, 
they don't belong in your life. I'm not saying that you must be stingy because yes, sis, there are people who are so stingy. They will eat the sweet with the paper in front of you. Even if there's a child, that's just who they are. They won't give even a crumb to someone. No, I'm not saying to be like that. What I mean is to be able to tell the difference and to see when someone is overstepping the line and to see when you, when someone is becoming a liability and to be able to see that now enough is enough. That is what I'm talking about because like I've said, we all need help at some time. And sometimes you get put in a situation where you must ask for help in order to survive, to get rid of the pride that you have. Because it's so much easier to give than what it is to receive. You know, when you are always used to giving, to dishing out, oh, when it's your turn to receive and to ask, it's one of the most bitter pills to swallow, but ask you must, because it's part of the plan so that you can learn humility, so that you can learn to rely on people. And here's another thing. No one has their feet in your hands. You know, stop sucking up to the boss. Stop, you are an adult for goodness sake. Stop sucking up to the boss. You're no longer in crash or in high school. You are an adult with a family. You don't have to suck up anymore. No one has their feet in, in their hands. No one has your feet in their hands. If someone threatens you, I will fire you on the spot. They can't. Our labor laws are so tight. You can't just fire anyone. You have to go through so many processes. So many. You have to go through a disciplinary hearing. There are just so many things that they can do before they can fire you. It's not easy. To be in a place where you are unwanted and you know they want you out. So what do you do in a case like that? You do your job. You don't get involved in office politics. You don't badmouth the boss. You do your job to the best of your ability. You cover all your bases. You keep a record of every single thing and you keep a record of the record. You back things up. Basically, every day, if you are in a situation where they want you out, every single day, when you go to work, you compile your own report to cover your back. You do not rely on anyone to stand by you. You do not rely on anyone to defend you. You do your job and you make sure that you cover all your bases. 
and you go and you study your rights as a worker because an informed worker is a protected worker don't rely on hr hr is the worst department in all the companies they are you know i don't know people in hr it's like when they enter hr it's like their back their backbone becomes jelly and it disappears down the drain and they end up being like a jellyfish without a backbone that is what people in hr are, are unfortunately unfortunately don't expect them to fight for you they are there to safeguard the policies of the company it's not to protect you we can all tell stories of our bad experiences with hr so you are your own best protection inform yourself educate yourself but you have this moment and right now to understand and realize that you are not a victim your fate is not in the hands of anyone you have god inside of you to guide you to lead you protect you and to defend you you have god to carry you to be your beacon your strength your power and your light and when you rely on him the only true life giving force the very source of life when you have when you realize who you have inside of you you will learn to appreciate this moment you will learn to live in this moment and you will make the most of this moment and you will remember who you are never forget who you are you are powerful beyond measure you are amazing beyond belief you are wiser than what you realize you have more knowledge than all the books in the world that is who you are remember that and most of all remember that you are loved you are loved every moment of every Every day you are loved. I thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.